0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Renation. I'm joined, as always, by my colleague and co-host over at Blue Chip Scout and the best in the business, Devin Jackson. Devin, how are you doing today, man?
1: What's up, man? Um, doing pretty good. Just, just taking it slow at this point in terms of uh, content. I mean, I've been pretty much chilling. So,
0: What's that like, Devin? What's that nice.
1: like? It is nice. Um, that. I'm I'm spent a lot less time on Twitter, so.
0: Oh, what's that like? (laughs)
1: That's actually nice, too. I mean, I've (laughs) been seeing some uh, 2023 discourse already, so um, I'm really looking forward to that already. I mean, you know, quarterback service is going to be the the big topic, so I I honestly just trying to hold out until I'm ready to go again, so. Maybe a couple of weeks. <sighs>
0: um, so we're going to cut to the chase. We are just about done talking about the NFL draft, the 2022 NFL draft. That is and, Um. this week. We're just going to pump out the uh, AFC draft grades, NFC draft grades. We were, we meant to get, uh, you know, one out on Monday. That didn't happen. Uh. You know, schedules got away from Devin and I in the last week. Um. But, so we're going we're gonna to do the AFC. Uh, Devin, we're just going to go alphabetical. Does that work?
1: Yeah, that works for me. All
0: right. And some of the ones that if you missed when we talked about our three favorite, three least favorite, we're just going to glaze over on those ones. Like, you know, we don't really need to spend 15 minutes talking about why Baltimore's draft was good, uh, because that is the first draft we're going to talk about. Devin, I believe we both gave them an A+.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really not much, much
0: yeah, to talk I, about here. I don't understand where that athletic article was coming from about an NFL, uh, anonymous NFL uh, uh, scout saying that the Ravens reached on bad players, first of all, uh, or, or, or took players at positions that didn't matter. So Okay. Well, they only got a top five player in the class and the best player in the class. And they got them in the teens and uh, in the twenties. And then they got Ojabo who would have been a top 10 pick at 45. So uh, unless this scout works for Cleveland, Um, I genuinely don't care. Actually, I don't care because the scout probably works for Cleveland and is mad that their draft sucked by comparison.
1: Could have been a scout for Pittsburgh.
0: Or Pittsburgh. Actually, just any of the
1: AFC North scouts. It's probably – I I don't think think Cincinnati would be as bitter. I mean, they just went to the Super
0: Bowl. Pittsburgh definitely seems like they would be bitter. Well, they got the better players, and we reached on Kenny Pickett at 21 – Apparently, we could have waited till round three to get a quarterback.
1: Ooh. Well, I guess we know we're traveling grade for Pittsburgh, is. Yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, no, 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 real point talking about Baltimore too much. We both loved it. Uh, Hamilton, Linderbaum, Ojabo, Falele, Tyler Beatty. Am I missing someone in there?
1: <laughs> uh, I in other words, likely. all.
0: Yeah. In other words, all really good. Yeah,
1: Jail Armor Davis. Yeah.
0: All right, Buffalo. Um, I like this this draft. I didn't love this draft. I like the Kay, the Kyrie Irving pick, but I thought that Andrew Booth still being available made more sense. I like James Cook, um, because they're going to need to fill that running back spot because Zach Moss hasn't done anything, and Devin Singletary is going to leave next off season. Excuse me. Getting the punt god as the fourth specialist off the board and the third punter automatically makes that a steal. Khalil Shakir, probably going to play early. Terrell Bernard, great as a sub-package linebacker for that team. Uh, I give them a B plus.
1: I just gave them a straight-up B. Um, I like the value of each of their picks. I, I think, you know, at least three of the first four picks are going to be uh, immediate contributors or, or be contributing to this team at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like it. I, I don't think it's it's a wow draft. I, I think they're all really solid players, so that's, that's why I ended up on a B. Um, and I'm glad they didn't reach on a punter in the fourth round. So I, I will say that because some teams do. Uh,
0: moving on. Again, we are just kind of going to breeze through some of these, the ones where we haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about it uh we are we are going to the Bengals I gave a B minus I like the players I don't understand the strategy to me this just screams that they're gonna let Jesse Bates walk
1: they could but uh I I, I give it a B plus I like that they went aggressive with their secondary they didn't just uh a single dip they triple dipped in it you know and, and got Dax Hill Cam Taylor Britt and Tyson Anderson um, what the love By the way, play. are
0: two of those three guys brand guys? Yes, they are. <laughs> Could that have influenced this whatsoever.
1: Never. I'm always objective. But no, uh, I, I would like to see them address offensive line more. I like Cordovos. So I don't think he's really a scheme fit necessarily for their team. I don't know would what they're like going to the have run? him play. Well, he's not fast. He's not quick enough to be a tackle, but I don't know if he's big enough to be a guard. So uh, he's kind of in a tough position, but we'll see. Like I said, I give it a B plus. I, I like the the potential of this draft. I think really at secondary they can lock down a, a really nice secondary for the next three, four years, assuming they do resign Jesse Bates. But uh, even if they don't, they have some answers for the future. So I give it a B plus. Uh,
0: moving on to Cleveland. This one was hard because obviously they didn't pick till uh, the third round. I like Martin Emerson. I'm not sure he really fits the defensive scheme. Uh, I like the Alex Wright pick. I thought that that was a great pick in round three. I love that he's going to get to learn from Miles Garrett that truly unleashed some of that potential he's got. You and I have been big proponents of David Bell since he was a freshman at Purdue. This just screams that, you know they wanted to replace Jarvis Landry with a like player, so fine. Uh, I don't understand the Perry and Winfrey pick. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It's the exact opposite of what they needed on the interior. They need someone that can rush, uh, that can stop the run. They already have a lot of pass rushing defensive tackles. You know what Perry and Winfrey can't do whatsoever: stop the run. He's just a pure uh, gap shooting pass rushing defensive lineman. So why did you draft him? uh they upgraded the kicker spot which was great they had the worst kicking room in the league last year i like the players but with i i don't know whether or not they actually really filled any needs on this in this draft
1: yeah i i I don't know this one's a tough one because it's a nice like when you look at the board and just see the players you're like it's a nice collection of players but like, Martin Emerson, where is he going to play? Because they have Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward already as outside corners. Uh, where are you going to put him? Alex Wright, uh, when are you going to use him? Are you going to use him as more of a situational pass rusher early on? You know, so, so I, I'm more interested to see the the path on how some of these guys will play. I honestly don't know if Mike Woods, Dawson Dean, Isaiah Thomas, are they, are they going to make the the initial roster? I I don't know, man. Um, I I just want to be minus. I think there are some value picks. I think David Bell will be a surprise pick and and maybe be an earlier early contributor than people expect. But really, outside of that, I don't know how many of these guys are going to get on the field immediately in year one. Like edges a deep position in that group um, or on or on their team. Running back is pretty deep. I mean, they have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. So I don't know how Jerome Ford is is really going to fare in that roster. So we'll we'll see. Maybe they're uh, preparing for Kareem Hunt to leave in free agency or something. But I I, I give it a B minus.
0: I also gave it a B minus. Again, I like the players. I don't see how any of them get on the field early. Uh, And some of them just don't make any sense. Uh, Let's move on to Denver. Uh, I like the Nick Benito pick. I think he's going to be a great rotational pass rusher right off the bat with the chance to be a full-time starter. Greg Dulcich, I like because he replaces Noah Fant, who was part of the Russell Wilson trade. And they got him in, at pick 80. And I thought he was gonna go round two. So that's really good. I love the uh, Ioma Yuazarike pick in the fourth. He's just massive. I think he's finally gonna be put at a position that he makes sense for him. Dude was playing nose tackle at six foot six last year. He should realistically be playing as a five tech in kind of that Kalias Campbell role where, you know, he's six, six and three, 20, 330, just allowed to play a big five tech. Um, the rest, I really don't care about. I gave, I gave this D, uh, this draft a B.
1: Yeah, same. Uh, just straight up B. I think you made some really good early picks, uh, you know, I think three of the first four picks I really liked. Um, but, but really after that, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I like Wattenberg, uh, the center from Washington. I think he he's a nice depth piece, but they did not address right tackle. I, and I guess they're rolling out with, uh, who they have there. And, and I'm not ex- extremely confident. A.J. A. Schulte, uh, you know, one of our good friends, he talked about it. Uh, the right tackles is still a big question mark and they're going to play some tough, Uh, teams with some great edges in AFC West and and just AFC in general. So I give it a straight up B. I think there were still some needs they left on the board and and we'll see how it shapes out. But I think right tackle is going to be, if not this year, they're either going to make a in season trade or they're going to draft a a serious replacement right tackle for next year. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to Houston. I think we both talked about how much we like this draft. I gave them an A. I think you also gave them an A. This is just drafting my players. Yeah, this was just drafting good players. I think we both went over it uh, on last week's podcast. But just a refresher, when you when you come out of the, uh, out of the first couple of days with Derek Stingley, Kenyon Green, Jalen Petrie, John Mechie, and then you end up getting um, Kristen Harris, Damon Pierce, and Thomas Booker. Whew! Whew! It yeah, was a nice was like, fall. Oh, yeah. Uh, Indianapolis is one where I'm never sure – how to actually grade their drafts ever, ever because whenever I shit on a pick, that guy usually turns out to be not only like a pro bowl level player, but an all pro Uh, case in point. Look at the Darius Leonard and Braden Smith picks. Uh, I like Nick cross at 96. I like them drafting Bernard Ryman in the third instead of the first. Uh, But my big problem with the Ryman pick is the same problem that, Even if you drafted him in round one, you're still facing him because of where he landed. He's going to have to play this year.
1: Yeah, sadly. Overall, I give this a a just straight up B. I think there is room for it to turn to a B plus, A minus draft because a lot of these guys are developmental pieces. I think Alec Pierce could be an early hit in terms of their draft hits because I think he's going to play right away and and be a main main contributor with Matt Ryan. But like Jelani Woods, Bernard Ryman uh, and and Nick Cross, I think that that collection of picks right there tells me they're building more towards the future because they all have like intriguing traits, but I don't know if they're ready to be a main contributor just yet. I think Nick Cross is still, you know, working on, on the eye discipline, but in terms of physical tools and, was able to bring in man coverage. I think the upside is there, and, and Jelani Woods. You, you know, my thoughts on him. But I, I, I give it a B because I, I, I don't dislike it. I think there's a lot of good value to be had over the next couple of years because I think it's going to be more of a uh, through the first contract type of draft more so than uh, immediate results. So I give it a B.
0: I give it a B minus. <laughs> I I don't hate the draft and you mentioned Alec Pierce. I think Alex Alec Pierce is going to be the one that has the most potential to have a good start yes. to his career right away. But like I'm I'm worried. You have a a a, a statuesque quarterback with uh Matt Ryan and you have a player that at uh, left tackle that is just not ready to see the field even though he's going to be 25
1: this year you we have it. I think next is Jacksonville, and we both talked about, talked about how we. I didn't. gave it a
0: C. I, I like the players. I hate the action. I hate the draft strategy. I don't like the fact that they drafted two running backs because this is the same. Add try- two linebackers. This is the same front office that just paid Foye Luikon a boatload of money, and they also have a a former UDFA that was a thousand yard rusher. They drafted a, a running back in the first round last year. And then they drafted two running backs this year. Why are we doing, what are we doing? Why just stop? I'm sorry. They only drafted the one linebacker, but geez. And that's the thing I saw people go, well, maybe Devin Lloyd plays edge rusher. Well, if that's the case, Where do, like, most of your other players that are worth a damn on this roster go? Trevon Walker is going to be playing a stand-up 3-4, apparently. And the other stand-up 3-4 is Josh Allen. Allen. So where does Devin Lloyd fit in? Where does Aluakon fit? Where does Chad Muma fit?
1: they, They got really good players, but I don't think they... And then Went like with, the, the uh, Snoop corner
0: one to me is funny because just why did you draft the backup? Why did you draft the, the backup? You drafted a, a, a backup in college to be like a fourth string running back <laughs> on a team in which you need like everything because you've won three games in two years.
1: Yeah, I didn't love the the corner picks either. If you're going to take a corner, you should have just took one earlier. Just took, I mean, I uh, like Monteric
0: I, Brown. I had an early day three pick, uh, day three grade on him. That might have been my favorite pick.
1: Yeah, I gave it a C, but we can move on. Yeah, it, let's move on.
0: Uh, I gave the Chiefs an A+. Plus. I think that's another one we talked about with them.
1: Yeah, um, A- I- for me. Uh, I like it. There's a few picks here and there. I was like, I don't know, like towards the end, but I think overall they, they got great value and Every pick, you know, they they got some decent value in. So I I can't really complain about their draft. I think they're setting themselves up for another title run.
0: Yep. I think we mentioned the Raiders a little bit. I didn't hate it. Uh, I just don't love it. I gave it a B minus. I like Parham. I think he's going to be great. That's really the only pick I I really, really liked. Uh, Zamir White over Isaiah Spiller makes no sense to me, uh, especially considering Zamir White has health concerns. And one of the big reasons you're not, picking up the fifth-year option on Josh Jacobs, his health concerns. Uh, I would have just swapped Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell, probably just not drafted Farrell to begin with. Thyre Munford does nothing for me, but at this point, he's roster filler. By the way, remember when Thyre Munford was like a round one, round two prospect? He went, what, the seventh?
1: Round one, round two prospect. Anyway. Was... Hey, I didn't
0: say I had them.
1: Sometimes. Don't
0: you be being... my good name.
1: Sometimes being at a big school does not make you a yeah. future first rounder.
0: I gave the Vegas a B minus. What did you give them?
1: C. Ooh. Geez. Um, Normally, I, listen, I'm
0: the mean one.
1: Listen, I didn't understand the back-to-back defensive tackle picks. That's that's what really, like, it just didn't make sense I mean, you're not wrong. It just didn't make sense to me. You know, I, I just didn't get it. And, and like, look, I – Really outside of Dylan Parham, like, I really didn't like this draft. So I, I just didn't, just don't really see how some of these guys are going to fit. I mean, where is Thayer Muffer going to play? It seems to me he's just—he's uh, going to be depth. depth. Uh,
0: well, I mean, so he's he's a, he's a late round pick. Do you want him to be depth? I like the Chargers' pick. I think there's another one we talked about uh, last week. Gave them B plus.
1: Yeah, I gave him uh, a B, just straight up. I think. I like the the first half of their draft, I, and and I really like the Jamarie Sawyer pick in round six. I don't even know why he lasted that long.
0: I have no idea. I'm still, i still it is yet to be explained by science how, how he lasted that long.
1: And there's no medical concern, so I I don't know, man. Uh, but that was probably my favorite pick of the draft. I mean, they they really get some nice interior pieces. I would have liked to see them have an answer a right tackle as well because they're another team in the AFC West that have a pretty solid left tackle, but the right tackle is uh, questionable. So uh, that's why I ended up for a B for me because I I think they hit most of their needs, but I think right tackle might be their glaring need and and they might have to address it uh, sooner than later.
0: Let's go on to a draft we haven't talked anything about before, Devin. The so Miami Dolphins. They only had four picks, so this still won't take all that long. They didn't pick till 102. Ah, uh, they should. Oh, we were talking about it live on stream. Team probably should have just drafted Leo Chenal, but they went with Channing Tindall. And it's fine. Like they're they're similar players. I just I like Chenal a decent amount better. Uh, and he probably shouldn't have still been there. So there's that. Um, he's just more well-rounded than than Channing Tyndall, even though I like Channing Tyndall in around that range as well. Um, I like the Eric Ezekanma pick in the fourth uh, because this was a dude that I thought was going to go in that round three, round four range. And then, like, not picking again till the sixth and then with getting Cam Good and then the Skylar Thompson pick, like, Okay, fine. Like they're just kind of two picks I don't really care about because they're late round roster filler. But man, I still can't believe we live in a world, Devin, where Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson were drafted, but Carson Strong wasn't.
1: Yeah, man. Look. I that is know. the
0: world we live in.
1: Meadow cools are killers. I mean that that's really all I can say about that but no I I, I give this a, a draft to C+ plus. look I, I, I like the, I, comma, plus. I like the as, a, as in comma uh, pick and, and really outside of that I wasn't really I mean they only have four picks. It's kind of hard to base a class off four picks but man. I, I don't know. I, I I think maybe getting like a Leo Chanel or, or somebody else to me probably would have been a little bit better and, and maybe raise it to a B, but I like Cameron good, but I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to make the roster. I, I just don't know within that particular scheme. And Skylar Thompson, I, me and you both were intrigued with him, uh, even going back a couple of years, but with that that team i mean he had tua and teddy bridgewater like when when is he going to make an active roster i don't know he'd be a good he's gonna be a good practice squad player because he he's like athletic and you can kind of mimic that for the defense but
0: like again i gave skyla Thompson a draftable gray but this wasn't a team that i thought made sense for him to land at but the big thing is is like if he doesn't find a, a, a niche as a immediate backup starter somewhere soon, there he's really got two options. He's either going to be playing up here in Canada, or he's going to probably go back to you know to Kansas State and be some form of assistant coach.
1: Yeah, I I thought it seemed like he was on the path to be probably not play football again because I thought yeah. after that last injury I thought he was going to be done. Like it, completely
0: it, done. it seemed that way after the season wrapped up where it was like, is he even in this class? And I was like, yeah, he's in this class and he's prepared. And basically what I was reading was like, oh yeah, like he, he's out there, but he's preparing to likely go undrafted and then, you know, figure out what's next after football, which fine, but it's just, I don't know. All right. We both didn't like the Patriots draft. I gave it a D. I think you also gave it a D. This was, but in my opinion, the worst draft class uh, it, of all. I I didn't understand it. I didn't like it. Uh, this is the
1: this is the two running backs.
0: This the one's the two, two running backs, backs. that yeah. also has all of the running backs.
1: Yes, two corners, two running backs, a quarterback. I mean, they they really had it all in this one. So we'll we'll see what. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm, I'm just not a fan of
0: it, man. I I don't even want to talk about it anymore, Devin. It's it, it's not even fun to, to make fun of anymore. There's no well, point. Talk about
1: the quickly talk about the Jets.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the Jets. We like we both like the Jets, and I want to talk more about it. I don't care what uh, what what some random guy on PFF says about the Brees Hall pick because when you think about it, that's their fourth pick. Yeah. That's been my favorite part is like, okay, so the first round we can't draft a running back. The second round we're not allowed to draft a running back no matter how many picks in the first round we have. Apparently Michael Carter in the fourth round was a waste of a, quote, premium draft slot last year. At what point does PFF uh, think that NFL teams are allowed to draft a running back? It's like if Zach Rogers snorted, uh, snorted Coke.
1: Sixth round or later, apparently.
0: That's great. Congratulations. None of them have ever put on a helmet, so...
1: Moving on, I, I like this just draft. I, I gave it. I gave it. It's one of the few A pluses I gave because I, 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 I liked every pick and I liked every pick. I really think the Max Mitchell pick is my favorite because they have a plan for if Makai Becton or George Fant doesn't work out. They yeah. they have a guy that can stick it at either spot. So I I really like that one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I love this draft class. Uh, I don't see how anyone can come away with problems from this draft. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, moving on the Pittsburgh Steelers, he gave it a B minus like Kenny Pickett's fine. And sure, he'll probably start this year because I think he's on par with Mitch Trubisky. Um, but like, if you want someone with upside and you want your quarterback in the future, why not just throw that at Malik Willis instead? All of the reports heading to draft weekend were that they loved Malik Willis. So that she was is. a lie.
1: It seemed like they were making, they wanted somebody else to reach on Malik Willis before it got to them so they could have Kenny Pickett. So it seemed like Seems Kenny Pickett like was a guy all along. And it was a smoke screen. It was a good smoke screen. It I'll was. What,
0: we they, all, we all, we all bet. We all bet.
1: Yeah. Cause we, everyone thought, you know, Malik Willis, especially at 20, no quarterbacks taken in the top 19 picks. Got to be Malik Willis, but no, it, I mean, they they really calculated that one and yeah. I give, them, give them props. But I think that overall, I give it a B. I think George Pickens and, and DeMarvin Leal in the second and third round is great value for each guy. And I think they can come in and, and be immediate contributors to their teams. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Calvin Austin. I mean, they already have Claypool, uh, Deontay Johnson, and now George Pickens. Like, where are you going to put Calvin Austin? I didn't Manufact- love that pick. touches for him. Yeah, I know, but they, they've tried to do that so many times over the years. So we'll see what happens. Connor Hayward just made sense to the Steelers because, of course.
0: I know. mean, they've already got the Watt brothers, and they've also got uh the Hayward, the brothers, Hayward brothers. So, so yeah. it just makes sense.
1: Keep yeah, it in
0: I, gave, him. I gave him a B-.
1: He just gave it a straight up B. I think we have one last one here, the Tennessee Titans. We do.
0: I gave it a B with a question mark. Yeah, I feel like I
1: feel like we talked about this already, but
0: I think we did. But we'll just we'll go over it a little bit more. Uh, I don't know what their plan is. Are they rebuilding everything that they did in this draft? Scream's rebuild to me. Trading away AJ Brown for a guy who, if he reaches his full potential, is just AJ Brown again. Um, Roger McCree is great, but where does he fit? They've drafted a lot <laughs> at corner the last couple of years uh petit frere is a developmental tackle not sure where he plays malik willis isn't playing right away so getting him at 86 is a steal given that people thought he would go as high as two uh <laughs> we were hoodwinked bamboozled and whatever the rest of that stephen a smith quote was let uh, astray,
1: Evan, run a you and flat out deceived
0: thank you uh Hassan Haskins is a great future starter at running back, but Derrick Henry is obviously still there. I guess this means that they don't really like what they have in Darrington Evans. But the big thing right now, the big thing with this class is just the Traylon Burks pick. You trade A.J. Brown for the 18th pick. You use the 18th pick on Traylon Burks, who has been comped to A.J. Brown. And that's if, he, if everything goes right. And that's fine. But as Dante Colinelli pointed out, this is the family guy boat scene. A boat, a boat is a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. Well, you already have the boat, and then you traded away the boat, and and it, Traylon Burks could very easily not be a boat.
1: Yeah, I, the the only thing with that pick is just he has to hit. I mean, he's essentially you traded for him to you know. After letting go AJ Brown, and it makes sense they they wanted to get AJ Brown off the books, but you cannot forget that he's on your offense because Derrick Henry's running the ball three times. Because in three years, four years, it's going to be the same process. You don't find another six three, six four receiver that's extremely athletic, and then you're going to trade for him and, and trade away Traylon Burke. So I think. To me, if you're going to make this move, you better have a plan for him. You better have him involved in this offense or you're just going to keep losing weapons. Because, I mean, what was that, the second or the second receiver in a row now, the high premium pick for the Titans has gotten traded away or, or let go? I mean, they let go of Corey Davis, so we'll, we'll see now. But uh, I like the rest of the draft. thing it was solid. I, I just gave it a, a straight up B. But
0: yeah, once again, it's, a,
1: it's another another draft in the AFC South that it's going to take two three years before we really know if we if we have anything there.
0: Exactly. Devin, anything else to say before we get on out of here?
1: No, I mean I feel like you know since we've been doing the YouTube series on on these draft grades, I feel like some of these like you know now I'm knowing what I'm going to say about every draft class so. You know, it'll be interesting to see what we think about the NFC teams and, and kind of put a bow on it. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm interested by some of these teams' uh, UDFA classes, and maybe we'll talk about it later in the summer. But uh, I think the Colts could have a few guys that, as UDFAs, you know, uh, end up making the roster. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But But I think overall, the takeaways are the the Chiefs, Jets, and the Texans probably had the best drafts in the AFC.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, guys, you can find me on Twitter Mike at MikeEdge underscore drafts and find Devin on Twitter at RealD underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter Big Shots Pod. Follow our work at Blue Chip Scouting. Follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. And we'll see you guys on Friday.